Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Welcome to I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We're on the air to help you understand that your mission is your workplace, and your workplace is your mission field, and that the work that you do each and every day, it's a gift from God. He wants to work alongside you. He wants to join you in your work today. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and we try to bring challenging conversations to the air each and every day as we connect what we hear on Sunday with what we do on our 9 to 5, so we're super glad you tuned in. Today, we head off to the college campus, and we'll do our formal introductions during the second segment, but let's just lead it to say that we've got our very famous guest host, that you know, guest co-host, Kathy Branzell, joining us today from Love 2020. I had one of our listeners say yesterday, I love it when Kathy Branzell comes on the air. So, Kathy Branzell from Love 2020, I'm not kidding, I did not not make that up, Kathy Branzell, and she's got Ben Sanders joining joining us today from Arizona. Arizona State University. Martha and I got to sit down with Ben in June, and we'll talk more about that later. But Ben is one of the co-founders of the Campus Christian Center, and he's got so many other big things in his title. We'll go to that in the second segment. But Ben and Kathy, welcome to I Work For Him. I want to start the... the well, I, I got some parents that have sent me some questions that they wanted answered about college. The first one is this. College life is hard enough. How could we as parents encourage our kids in their faith while sending them out to college? Because it's freaky scary as these kids are packing their cars up right now to go off to college. Some of them are already there because of sports and things like that. But how can we encourage our kids to make sure that they're living out their faith when they get there? Ben, you go ahead. Well, I think it's important to know there are amazing, strong Christian ministries on virtually every college campus out there. So they don't have to go to a campus and not know someone uh, who's a person of faith from the very get-go. Uh, I, we're gearing up for a start of our classes next week, and uh, there are probably you know 30 or so Christian groups that are prepared to welcome students to campus. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to come to campus, be alone, be uh, without uh, faith support for their faith life. And, uh, and in fact, they can have a great time um, if they'll connect up with these groups. Uh, they do some pretty amazing, wonderful things. Mm, that's huge to know and that that's happening on campuses all across the country. Jim, I just want to, um, before I ask this next question, I just want to kind of help our listeners to understand that the workplace we're talking about today is the college campus because we believe that college students that is their work now they might have a part-time job or whatever but their workplace their mission field opportunity is on the college campus when they're in college so we're talking education education all right but we're also talking on the college campus there's also professors and faculty and and the staff and there's support people and there's all these ministries that surround i mean the college campuses I, i think ben when we were there in june you said there was 80,000 students that go to ASU every year? On all four campuses in uh, Metro Phoenix, yeah, 80,000. Plus faculty, plus staff. I mean, how many faculty and staff add on to that? Yeah, so, I mean, probably another 20,000. So, oh yeah, there are 1,000 people. 
A hundred thousand people. Okay. Okay. So with that in mind, I just wanted to kind of make sure we were transitioning our heads. Kathy, you, this, this is a fresh stage of life for you. You've got one just finished college, one in college. What, what did you and Russ do as you were preparing the kids for this um, stage of life? Well, one thing that's really important, and, and for those of you who have kids in elementary school right now, and you're going, whew, I am glad this is not me yet. <laughs> it is you yet. <laughs> because you have to have this ongoing conversation and build this ongoing, deeper, trusting relationship with your children. Um, and, and then as they get to be teenagers, even you really need to practice controlling your body language, your facial expressions, and your tone <laughs> mm-hmm. so that they are free to come to you to talk about anything. And um, I'm kind of an early to bed kind of girl, early to bed, early arise. And you will find that your teenagers and your young adults want to talk to you late at night. Yep. So your lights may even be off and, and your spouse may be snoring and all of a sudden a body bounces across the bottom of your bed that says, can we talk? <laughs> and your answer needs to be yes. And 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 so they need to be able to talk to you about anything without you saying, have you lost your mind? Uh, you know better than that. Uh, you need to ask questions like, well, what do you think? Um, have you ever experienced anything like this before? Um, and then you can get to things like, well, what does the Bible say? Because with my kids and even in going out and teaching, I'll say, I never want to give you my opinion, but I will tell you the Bible says, which is what God says. And I never want to hear you say, well, the Bible says, but, because you're saying you know better than the Word of God. And so um, you're teaching them to come to you for adult, respectful conversation that will help them think and dig. But also then in those moments after they've gone off to campus and they're alone at two in the morning and you'd rather them not call it two in the morning unless it's an emergency, that they'll go to God's word in in scripture and in prayer and say, Lord, what do I do about this? What do you think about this? So Ben, here's here's a question for you, Ben Sanders from Arizona State University and the co-director of Campus Christian Center there on the campus of Arizona State University. Is it even safe to send our Christian kids off to a secular university? <laughs> well, I you know there's risk in every part of life, so uh, mm. to say it's safe to go anywhere uh, is uh, you know it's only by the grace of God and His protection. But uh, I I think. The better word is, is it the right thing um, to do? And I think that for it, it of course, depends on each student. Uh, Some will thrive in a Christian college, and that's the best choice for them. We have Grand Canyon University in Metro Phoenix, which is the largest Christian university um, in the country. Um, And for some students, that's the right place to be. Mm -hmm. But I believe strongly that Christians need to be in the secular university environment uh, for a host of reasons. I mean, that's where uh, certain training will happen that you could not get anywhere else. But we're also called to be salt and light. And so uh, I think there are things that we can do, of course, to prepare our students and to make sure that they do have good support throughout their college years. And so I think it's um, perhaps it's not safe to go anywhere these days, but I think we can go with confidence and courage and trust in the Lord, Um, and especially, again, if we've been called to that place, 
and the Lord's provision, guidance, and protection will be there. Kathy, why don't you give us an update? What's what's Love 20? For everybody that's tuning in today, maybe they haven't heard us talk about Love 2020, what is Love 2020 all about? Uh, Love 2020 is an initiative, an initiative of many different ministries across this nation that God has put unity in their heart to complete and not compete in the Great Commission because it's our heart's desire for every single person in America, every not just the ones that we deem worthy, not just our friends, not just those people right here in our own neighborhoods, but every person in America to have the opportunity to experience the love of Jesus Christ and hear the message of the gospel given to them by a Christ follower by the end of the year 2020. That's what we exist for. And so we have come together with all the different pieces of the puzzle that you could put together for Kingdom Come Will Be Done for every person to get to experience the love of Jesus Christ. And we bring our own particular puzzle piece to the table, and uh, we come together to um, to complete that mission. And so like with Ben, it's college campuses. It's the state of Arizona. Well, I can't be there on the Arizona State University campus, and I can't be in Arizona. I'm everywhere, but my home is Atlanta, and so Ben has that piece of the puzzle and all the people that minister and work Mm -hmm. and serve with him. And so that's what's so fun about Love 2020, and we are on the move, um, ramping up, because TikTok, the end of 2020, um, Mm -hmm. is, is like less than 500 days away. You have had the privilege, Ben Sanders, of really seeing collaboration, kingdom collaboration, in a way that most people have never experienced as you guys launched, you and your bride launched Campus Christian Center, and Martha and I got to come visit you in June when we were out there. Talk about the Campus Christian Center. What's, what is it all about? Yes, well, as you point out, my bride, Sarah uh, Sanders, and I are directors together at the Campus Christian Center. It was really a vision we had back when we were students, uh, going back to 1981, just to date me uh, a bit. And uh, our vision was to see a campus uh, or Christian community center next to the university that different ministries could use. And so that came to reality about seven years ago um, and uh, in 2012. And uh, we opened up uh, with... Uh, some uh, local financial support, and we had ministries that started with us from the very beginning and have stayed with us uh, over that time, and then we have about 30 different Christian groups using our facility now. Uh, We are right next door to the university, so we've got good access, and uh, you can easily walk to our center from the campus. Uh, and we just want to be supportive of a variety of different Christian groups that are seeking to minister to students and faculty at the university. So how do you see students loving on students, you know, ministries loving on students, how do you see students be impacted by love there at Arizona State University? Yeah, so we just are so delighted to be in the space because it's great to see students uh, who have never had any encounter with Jesus come to faith and at Secular University uh, to actually see them thrive spiritually. Uh, one of the beautiful things we've been watching is what's been happening in, in the athletic department, where students are, student athletes are taking it on themselves 
uh, with support from Athletes in Action and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. But they are really seeing, I think, a mini revival happening among uh, fellow athletes uh, because students are stepping up and they're showing the love of Jesus, demonstrating that in their lives. And uh, it's been so wonderful to watch different pockets where I think God is actively at work um, uh, on our campus. We have a ministry called Love ASU, which has been around for about a dozen years, and it's a prayer ministry. So we see 24-hour prayer happening on our campus during different seasons each semester. And uh, just to see the way in which the Lord is moving through that ministry has been a beautiful thing to watch. So we love the diversity. No one single ministry is going to reach this huge campus. But we do believe that many ministries, each finding that segment of the campus that they can reach out to, uh, I think that's the way to reach a large campus, is to bring it down to those smaller communities. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, and so are the college campuses. But ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.